Guys, we're back. We are back. Yeah. Hey, I'm Adam. You know me. You love me. Daniel, you're here. Yes. And we have yeah. a very special guest today. I mean, we're going to get to that, Daniel. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm jumping. I'm too excited. Yeah. Uh, you know, right? uh, Alex, you're here. And what are you wearing? What's that? Uh, my uh, Dortmund jersey. Your what? Borussia Dortmund Bundesliga. Oh, okay. I- yeah. Soccer. Respects. Respects. Soccer. Yeah, everyone's talking about uh, Bayern Munich, and it's really pissing me off. <laughs> Alfonso Davies, get out of here. Okay. No, you can't be Dortmund. No, I, it, they're always second. It's like, it's like being a Leafs fan. We're never going <laughs> to win the Atlantic Division. We're okay. never going to win the Bundesliga. Man, there's an, there's an Atlantic Division team that we're going to talk about a little later. Speaking of the Atlantic Division. Uh-huh. Hey, anyway, there was a fourth voice there. <laughs> Mike's back. Hey. Hey, how's it going, boys? Doing well. How are you, man? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm just hanging out. Um, Just like he's uh, Alex over here is wearing his Borussia Dortmund jersey. I'm wearing uh, the better, the better, the best team in the state of New York. Yes. Oh, nice Rangers. That's true. That's true. That's true. Not a joke. Like one of them that we're gonna get into later. <laughs> we have a little joke here that Daniel's really not a Leafs fan. He's just a Ducks fan. And the oh. more, the more, it's like, <laughs> Mike, the more I don't believe you're a Leafs fan, and the more that you're a Rangers fan. Because you said you were from New York, right? Just have a lot of family out there. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, hey, you know they're hey they're a fun team to keep an eye on, eh? especially especially this year. Brad yeah. Player. Um, but I think we I think we should start off quickly talking about some non hockey stuff, and that is, guys, Roger Goodell and the NFL are a bit of a joke. So Roger Goodell came out and, and basically, without saying it, has now green lighted teams to bring Colin Kaepernick back in. And it just so happens to be around the time of Black Lives Matter and, you know, people really trying to make social change. And I don't know about you guys, but I find it just a bit of a joke that it took all of this for the NFL to finally let this guy back into the league or, you know, open the door back for him. I think so. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty tragic considering, you know, how they try to set up that whole bogus publicity stunt of a workout and now – you know, everything that's transpiring in the world now, you're going to let them come back. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a surprise considering the type of owners in the NFL. I mean, you're not wrong there. I remember when like, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, nothing. I just remember, I think this was like last year in our lab when we talked about, remember those Nike commercials when it was like overly politicized and, it was at a time where I remember small stores were going like, oh, we're not selling Nikes anymore because of Colin Kaepernick. I remember and that. Then, yeah. People burning their Nike stuff. So didn't people buy the Nike stuff <laughs> and then burn it? Yeah. That's I what remember. happened. So you bought the Nike stuff. So the money's now with Nike. I remember there's a small... St- like, and you burn it. Yeah. I remember there was a small store where he refused to sell... Nike stuff because of Colin Kaepernick and he went out of business, but he's like, it was worth it, man. Wait, what state was that in? I, I want to say Ohio, but I need to confirm. Oh, of course. <laughs> hey, um, but we'll, we'll continue on the non-sports stuff. Uh, I'm telling you one thing though, if Colin Kaepernick, regardless of how the league's opening up to, to racial issues and stuff like that, there's no way he's getting a job with Jerry Jones on, on the Cowboys. Not like he would because of the roster, Zeke, 
uh, Zeke and, and my guy Doc are going to keep him going. But, like, there's no way he'd play for a team in Texas or something like that, like those states. They're for sure going to keep this kind of look on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're one of those classic red states. This could be a bit political here. Um, but we'll, we'll, one little other thing when it comes to outside of hockey – in about a week, it was baseball's coming back. It's not coming back. And now it looks like it is coming back. It's been, this is the most insane thing. No one knows. I seriously hope, and this is the cynical part of me that loves the chaos, right? I'm a bit of Jeff Merrick in me. I really I want this to keep going because nothing has officially been confirmed with this new offer, right? Oh, it's just... Uh... Been a lot of proposals. I know, like Ken Rosenthal last mm-hmm. night tweeted that they're gonna try to go for like a sixty to seventy season uh, game season. Mm-hmm. Um, Salary still prorated. Yeah, um, not sure how they're gonna do it. I know that like a lot of health officials saying that you know you try to not play the athletes outside in October when it's like the colder weather. Try to like wrap wrap everything up, but like it's so much, especially with like baseball already down to less than hundred uh, games. Sorry, Daniel, you're cutting a bit in and out. Oh. Less, sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like less than 100 games. I don't know how they're going to do it. I know a lot of teams are really kind of mad about that. They And I don't know where they're going to kind of go from here. If they could try to finish everything before like, mm. the winter, like the, the fall months. Are they trying to – are they still going to be traveling to different – the different ballparks? Is that what the plan is? Or are they looking for hub cities as well? That's a good question. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Because not, I, a lot of information on I that. haven't heard a single thing about a hub city, and they're just going to, if that's the case, they're just going to do the complete opposite of everyone else. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least in North America. Obviously, in Europe, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. They're still traveling within the country. But the NHL, to finish off the season, they have hub cities. The NBA has a hub city. Uh, the MLS it has a hub city. And then the MLB is like, screw it. We're going to go throughout the summer <laughs> and go to different ballparks. Mm. Just just get rid of Manfred already. This did guy. You, did you guys see Will Baldwin's tweet, tweet when people were saying that Manfred was worse than Batman? They had like, Batman is the third best commissioner. Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty funny. He just like, instead of three, he just put Batman like, he just put, like 98 or something. Yeah, yeah. No, and then he put like Manfred like 700 or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta get we gotta get Will on here. He's a good one of the funniest people in the program, by the way. He's a funny dude. I, I like Will a lot. He's uh he's a good guy. I had him in my lab and uh for that that f- feature feature in class. <laughs> PTSD man triggers. <laughs> okay, what's worse, the feature writing class or the Leafs losing to an emergency backup goalie? It's so probably <laughs> well, the Leafs losing. I forgot what I was doing. Oh yeah, I think I'll tell you the story. That I was going to the beer store, and then I get uh, and I was watching the game earlier, and then I saw Clifford just absolutely freaking bulldoze. Was it Mrazic or Reimer? It was Mrazic, I think. Reimer was Reimer's on Detroit. What am I saying? No, no, Reimer, Reimer's Reimer. Sorry, Reimer was it was Reimer Bernier. started. Reimer yeah. start. Reimer started. I think. Yeah. Then he got injured. Mrazic came in. It's one or the other way around. I think Mrazic was sick, right? Mrazic is super sick. I he think wasn't, Reimer yes, yes. like messed up his groin. Then Mrazic came in and Campbell 
bulldozed Mrazic. And then yeah, every, yeah. and then that's when and then Clifford. David Arias. Clifford, yeah. Clifford. Who did I Clifford, say? Clifford. You said Campbell. But Clifford oh. came in. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah the, the goalie just uh, – Goalie came over. over. <laughs> <laughs> One of those no, games. Clifford just absolutely just rocked Mrazic's yeah. world. Like just ended him right there. Like just put him six feet under. Okay. And then – I remember, I, I like, because the TV timeout was so long, because so they're trying to figure out what are we gonna do. <laughs> it's like it's like the Joker said in uh, in the Dark Knight, you know, everyone loses their minds. <laughs> so then I, so I went to to the beer store. And I get a and I get a um, I'm with my buddy, and I get a text message, and it's just like, uh, or sorry, not a text message. I get a score update, it's just like, uh, and a couple of tweet updates, like, yeah, no, they're putting in an emergency backup goalie. He's a forty-year-old guy named David Ayers. He's their Zamboni driver, and I was just like, "What is going on?" Long and they lose the game, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. So I heard after that game. So uh, at that point, Bogosian had just been released from his contract. I think a few days before, I read somewhere on Twitter that Kyle Dubis made an offer uh, to bring him in as a free agent and he at, at, right after that game, he pulled the contract offer because he's like, this team doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and he wasn't doesn't wrong. Deserve anything. I remember Steve Dagle on his video. He's just like, if I'm Kyle Dubas, I'm trading everyone, yeah. every single person on the roster gone. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on before, before the both of you end up having panic attacks and we lose you for the show. So, <laughs> Um, we've got some stuff for the Hub Cities. Obviously, it's 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 all but officially confirmed. The Vegas, Vegas baby, Vegas baby, um, and it it, it 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 sounds like right now the front runner. You know, it comes down to a you know health officials and you know the local government and that, but uh, or provincial, sorry. But it looks like the front runner for the second Hub City is our dear home city of Toronto. Um, there is on the show, Mike, I don't know if you've heard it, but we have had some, some words about, you know, whether it is right to have, you know, come, you know, teams in Toronto for the hub cities, you know, the whole 14 day thing. I just want to get your thoughts here quickly about, you know, Toronto being the second hub city. Okay. Well, when it comes to hub cities, I'm just going to start off. I'm very happy that Vegas is going to get it. Mm -hmm. Happy that these athletes are going to be able to live in a nice hotel Go play some craps or some 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 poker at the blackjack or at the blackjack table after a game. That's awesome. I love that. Good for them. Toronto. I told and I said this on my podcast. Honestly, man, <clears throat> I'm not a fan of the idea. Mm-hmm. Why and that? the reason being, yeah, I mean, you see it. The government's like willing to to forego this whole 14 day thing to get the 14 day quarantine period which honestly with the way things are looking in Canada Canada's yeah, starting to lift up anyways but <clears throat> like when it comes to that why why are we look I get they're professional athletes but we're all human beings that are that have the same kind of you know we we can all feel this virus the same way we're all equal we're still people, regardless of whether you're making an NHL salary or you're a friggin' janitor. Why do they get, like, why when everything is still in lockdown and all that, do they still get to have, like, this whole 14-day thing lifted 
it's like call me selfish i don't care like as much as i want professional sports back i think also it'd be better with a team that's predominant in our a league that's predominantly american mm-hmm. to to be in an american hub city I, I honestly think pittsburgh or pennsylvania was was the best uh hub at least in my opinion i don't i don't know i just i don't think toronto would be the best especially if you know <clears throat> if something happens lord lord knows if more virus breaks out and we're already getting lower and lower and as a, as a city and as a country and we're just we're doing the opposite of what we're trying to achieve here right i, I kind of agree with that like this whole idea that you know we have to have this fan service to the canadian fans especially like in what people view like toronto as like the mecca of hockey it's something that has to be brushed aside especially like in a time like this um, I, I agree with you. Like, we've talked about this so many times on the show. Like, Pittsburgh would have been an amazing idea. Just keep it American. Keep it, like, where it is right now. You know, like, hockey. If hockey is back, hockey is back. But, you know, we it's not like we're going to watch the game, man. We're not yeah, going to be right. able to go there and watch it. There's no fans. So, like, what's the point? Is sure. there, have they talked about, because <clears throat> I know the NBA, I guess, you know, I feel like a few episodes ago we were talking about how the NHL was so ahead of the NBA, and within the last two weeks, the NBA has just come in and smacked the NHL in the face. You know, what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't think that. No, but they have a plan, right? Okay, like, yeah. You look at. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I mean. Because you look at the NBA. Is there anything they've talked? The NHL's talked about in terms of the quarantine. Because you look at what they're doing in Orlando saying, okay, we're going to set up all these things. Uh, you mm. can go play ping pong, you can go play video games, whatever it is. Is that how they're going to oh, do that it? must be nice. NHL? Yeah, I know. Is that how they're going to do it in the NHL? Because that's, that would be a very different conversation. I think it's also a little different than the fact that they're doing it in one hub city, <clears throat> namely in one amusement park mm-hmm. of a city. So yeah. I think, and I mean, you don't know the venues yet. Like in Toronto, like what's the venue going to be? Like obviously you have the ACC, yeah. but then you have like where are the players going to lodge. Um, you know, are are Toronto players going to be able to just go home? Are they going to be locked in a hotel too? The Leafs, it's it's all different, right? And like at least with Orlando, Orlando's like it's actually set for that. And right. now they're trying to get into the NBA world. That's that's insane. Like. <laughs> See, I when we talked about Toronto a couple episodes ago, when that list came out, I made the argument to Adam that yeah, they have the ACC, and I get that the NHL, like Batman talking about how he wants to have uh, a set of standards when it comes to locker rooms, when it comes to actually being able to broadcast. I made the argument to Adam, why don't you look at if you're in Toronto, the the um, no, I don't remember what it's called, the Leafs practice arena. Is it was it the Ford? MasterCard Center. Center. Don't ever call it Ford Performance. It's MasterCard Center. Center. It's MasterCard Center. It has two NHL size rings as the AHL one, which I don't is I don't think is any different. No, it's it's literally the same. The same size, just with the Marley's logo slapped on. And then it it has the Olympic sized rink. Like Mm -hmm. that's three rinks right there, and I can't imagine that. And I, I could be completely wrong. I haven't been in a locker room there, but they're really nice. Right, like I can't imagine that you know MLSE is spending all that money and they're gonna put crappy locker rooms in there, knowing their well, reputation. What's MLSE? Right. They have a blank check for everything. Yes, yeah. that is uh, money. Money, unfortunately, money does talks, and yet talks are. And yeah, you know, Mike, you you mentioned earlier a bit about the um. Sorry to go backwards a bit here, but about you know 
just kind of what's wrong about you know giving the professional athletes um, that boy, the exception really. And I was listening to I believe it was the Monday episode of Leafs Hour, uh, JD Bunkus and all those kind of guys. Right? You were listening to Leafs Hour. Yeah, I once in a while I do. Wow, so weird. Surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't hate Toronto. It's just you know, when you <laughs> hear and you're not a, you're not a Leafs fan, you, you start hearing the same things over and over. And but like, I really like JD Bunkus, right? <clears throat> but uh, he said something along the lines of, "I'm going to try and paraphrase here, and I, I encourage listeners to after they've checked out this episode. In fact, why don't you do it on the YouTube channel and check out the video experience, and then after that, check out oh. Mike's podcast. <laughs> then go look at uh, this Monday's episode of of Leafs Hour because Justin Bourne was on as well, and JD Bunkus said something to the effect of that, well, you can get upset about a rich person getting into a club. And he's like, well, that's just the way it is. And I thought it was a bit of a cop-out answer. Because if, if this is to a lesser extent, you know, the reason that the NBA, you know, may not, everyone may not be going is because, you know, a lot of key players don't want to take away from what's going on in the world. And a big part of this Black Lives Matter sort of stuff going on is, you know, making a real change and I, I think with everything going on just saying okay let the rich guys get away with it give them an exception is just not right to me um but um anything else you want to kind of add to this before we move on See, the, the, the interesting thing about uh the whole situation now going on with Kyrie and and him trying to not try like him and other players saying hey let's not play and then and I heard, like, I know these rumors are fake, but I know all, like, people came out about him starting his own league. It just seemed really, so tough. It just yeah, seemed really messy. Crazy. But I get, like, this is, I, I, I read something, and I can't remember where I read it. But if LeBron says they're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. <laughs> like, it's just how, that's just LeBron, right? Like, he has that say. Okay, quickly before we move on. Mm-hmm. Last episode, I didn't explain myself properly because I couldn't, my head was all messed up. Um, we talked about the Lego movie. My head, my head wasn't in the right place. I don't, I, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, we, Adam asked me if it was right or if it was wrong, right? If to, to exempt the players from the 14 day quarantine. And my answer is it's, it's yeah. clearly wrong. It's Don't ask how right. we went from Lego movie to quarantine talk. That's, 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 you guys yeah. are some brilliant minds. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think we transitioned well, but we got We just there. started talking about the topics, yeah. I'm like, screw it. Let's just go. So Sorry, go on, Alex. It's yeah. wrong, but, and it's not but. It's just, when is it right? Like, to me, when is it right? to start playing again? Is it when fans come back? And I think that's where everything for me starts to get a little confusing because if the answer is when we're not in a pandemic, that could be years. So the is, is okay. It's wrong to, and I agree it's wrong, but then we're not going to be playing sport. Like there's going to be no professional sports leagues for years because there's a pandemic going on if the pandemic lasts that long, right? Like in the past examples, yeah, it has, right? What is it when a vaccine comes out? Because that could also take years, mm. right? So it's a matter of determining what, what is a right situation to that. That's what conf- like, 
when is it right for them to play? Yeah. <laughs> it's a really yeah. difficult question to answer. I mean, yeah, I, 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 we could talk about this for a lot longer. Um, but we've been going for some time here. But no, I, I get what you're saying, Alex. Um, it's and you know that's what makes this, I guess, such an interesting and, and difficult debate because yeah, everything. And I think you were talking about as well, Mike. You know, cases in Ontario. I think we've had a good few days here where there have been Under less 200. than 200 cases reported here in Toronto, um, or in Ontario. That's really sorry. good, man. That's yeah. really good, comparatively speaking. Yes, and then the other end of the sword. Yes, they're going down, but Toronto itself is still, and it, there are factors like population that of course but it's still the area that has the most um, cases and then you think okay but when what's what's it going to look like in a few weeks and that's a giant question mark and there's just so much uncertainty along with this um but we'll move on quickly the a really big it's very quickly a really big incentive for the nhl coming to canada is the dollar yeah. 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 Right. One, yeah. one u.s dollar i just searched that one u.s dollar is a dollar 36 canadian <laughs> right, so a lot to work with. Right, so that's what do they make? What do you think all players are making in American salary? Getting paid in American money. Yeah. Hey, and then hey, that's uh, the great thing to do if you know those uh, no state taxed um, cities and that. So, um, but we'll go on to a bit of a light, lighter topic for us to kind of laugh at. Especially, I think the Leafs fans are going to get a kick out of this. Oh my god, um, guys! The Islanders don't have a home for next season because Nassau Coliseum is, is closing indefinitely. So, I don't understand what this is because it was this year and it was next year that they were splitting between Brooklyn and. What was where was the what was the other arena? Barclays. Barclays Center. Yeah, Barclays yeah. Center and and Nassau Coliseum, right? Was it Nassau or was it Barclays that has the stupid car there? Barclays. Barclays yeah. is the one in Brooklyn, right? Dumb. That's the one where the Nets play. Yes, the mm-hmm. one that's not built for hockey, and then yeah, right. the Nassau is a car there, and it's just so, built around the subway. Yeah. yeah. So right now, so next year, if this is still closed, right? Let's say next season, uh, we start in January, and this thing isn't open. They're playing in Brooklyn for a full year before their new arena opens, and this is the exact arena where their attendance is garbage. It's mm-hmm. thirteen thousand. Well, just like even percentage wise. Yeah, it's the Islanders. No one wants to go watch them. Everyone wants to go watch the Rangers, man. Come on. <laughs> they want to go yell at John Tavares and call him a snake. It's it's like Sean it's like Sean Avery said about um about the Islanders that were booing Tavares. Um, you losers. Every time the Rangers fans came into town, they they'd they'd take you out of your own barn. You just fill it up with Rangers fans. <laughs> Love Sean Avery. Favorite Ranger. <laughs> really? <sighs> Ben, what so, <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Wait a minute. Did we just lose Daniel? Or- I was right here. Oh, no, no, I was just thinking, like, Sean Avery. I know, like, people love the guy, but, you know, I know that whole thing with, like, Broder and everything. That that still gets back to me. I was about what to he, say. What he calls, he calls out the entire NHL. It's like, looks like everybody's keen to my sloppy seconds. And I was just like, yeah. Just rock star. Or, like, rock that star. one part where – um. Like when they were um, shaking hands and then they were uh, interviewing Sean Avery, and he's like, Broder doesn't shake his hand. He's like, Yeah, I know, fat so there, forgot to uh, <laughs> shake my hand. <laughs> I thought you'd be upset, Daniel, because you're the biggest Broder fan. I, I am, but like, I don't know. Just like Sean Avery, it's just that guy. Like, it's like a kind of guy where he brought like a certain personality to the NHL that they, they're like, Oh, whoa, wait a minute. I'll tell you, his podcast, oh my God, it's so good. 
Mike, how many podcasts do you listen to? Either you're a spit and chick. I will give you, I'll, I'll run you down all the podcasts I listen to. Yeah. yeah. Spit and chicklets. I was just listening to them this morning when I was walking my dog before I came home. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of Buffalo in that episode. Really got some more info to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no gruffs given because it used to be no F's given by okay. Sean Avery, but now it's no gruffs given because of the algorithm. He changed the name. Smart. I don't like to listen to my own podcast because I don't really, I can't really stand my own voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Steve Dangle podcast, of course, yeah, with him and the guys. The um, the Watch Your Tone podcast by Tony D'Angelo. Oh, oh my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally feel like I'm in an episode Adam, of Jersey Shore watching it. Adam doesn't look impressed. No, no. I love I, Tony I, D'Angelo. I, I love Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. <laughs> I was asking you about it, Mike, and, and you were saying that it's very much, uh, it's just pure sports talk, and it's pretty, yeah. knowing those two players. I'm not talking it. about Trump for once. It's, it's Tony D'Angelo not talking about Donald Trump for once. I love it. It was, you know, yeah, you, you can say what you want about Tony D'Angelo and his political views. We've but, said it before here, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but at the end of the day, hell of a player, and if he's like, you can bet that so many people are going to trash that podcast without listening to it and that's what's uh, mm. that's what's tough it's classic internet stuff and, and then, then another course, one that's good yeah. sorry a last podcast is good the connor carrick podcast that just launched i, I like I, it too i i only listened to one episode <laughs> i listened to the one with connor brown because he's an etobicoke oh, yeah. boy like me uh, and uh he he saw about how like the trade out of toronto was like the best thing that could happen in his career and stuff like that and honestly it's it's a pretty good podcast mm-hmm. connor carrick definitely yeah. has uh, I think he definitely has a career in media when his career is over. Yeah. Hey, he's a great. He has a coffee shop in that, doesn't he? Oh man. Doesn't he play? Uh, isn't he right-handed? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, competing with Roman Polak for that oh, all right, all right, that spot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that time when uh, we had the stubborn coach. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, Islanders sorry. fans, that sorry. we've just completely gone off of Nassau. But yeah, no, they, deserve sorry. they deserve take, it. They deserve take, it. Take in, I'm actually more intrigued by listening to Roman Polak news than than I am about the Islanders. Roman Polak's gone. That sucks. Gone. That's so sad. Is left. Okay, who's better, Roman Polak or Cody Cece? Oh my god, I would take Roman Polak strictly just because he can. Like he, like none of them can do anything offensively. Polak's yeah. just a little bit better defensively, and he knows how to hit. Yeah, Roman Polak. Also, his salary. You know, you know what you're getting with him when you pay for him. Not with Cody Cece in that four point five. Four million. For I don't think years. there's <laughs> anyone I would pick over like under Cody Cece. Like right. there's so many. He's so. Uh, I bet he's a tremendous person. Though. And you and I mentioned right? this last time. You're like, yeah, <laughs> like said this exactly. Like, Man, yeah. I go get a beer with him, but like, <laughs> yeah. But we wouldn't right. trust him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're gonna park the car. On the Breakout road. pass? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather have Han- Ron Hainsey have a, do a breakout pass than Cody Cece on All his right. wrong side. Yes. Yeah, on his wrong <laughs> side. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Pavel Dotsuk. What is going on? I know. Let that, me pull this that was, up. I was reading yesterday. Like I went out for like a run, and I was like, "This reading." I'm like, "What is going on?" Okay, so for those of you, who, tweet, I was like, "What the hell?" For those of you who don't know, I'll just I'll read you this headline. Okay. 
Pavel Datsuk's agent denies ex-NHL star is holed up with coronavirus deniers. So... <laughs> yeah, so this is what... This is, I, I don't know <laughs> what to say. Apparently, there is this, you know, Russian, you know, priest or whatever. Yeah. And he, like, took over this church or whatever, and he's yeah. been holding up in there... Monastery. A monastery, sorry, with a bunch of other coronavirus deniers. And apparently at first, Dan Milstein said he couldn't get in contact with Pavel. And and, and now it's like, no, it's not happening. What's going on? Have you you seen the the video that Dan Milstein put out of Pavel Datsuk this morning? It's, It's from behind, so you can't see his face, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look like Pavel Datsuk. It doesn't look like that, that Quasimodo looking figure. No, it doesn't look like Pavel Datsu. So the best part, so it's not, he, he goes, this is, this is the priest. He thinks that the COVID-19 is a cover up to micro yeah. the population. Oh my God. Is and, Detroit Red Wings great Pavel Datsu with rogue priest in monastery takeover reports conflict from Detroit Free Press? I've never been more confused reading a headline in my life. I was about to take a shower mm-hmm. and all I was thinking of in the shower is just what <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know if this this is from uh our rt sport rt.com it's for sport who wrote yeah yeah i have that pulled up here actually yeah, so <laughs> it says um it says that he is a datsuk is okay is that this facility support supporting the rebel leader and he goes, oh and so his name is Sergius. Sergius is re- reportedly the hockey star's personal confessor. And this is his, this is the quote: Father Sergius has been my spiritual father for more than ten years. He has a burning, loving heart. He sees me through and through. That's what Pavel Datsuk said. All right, Pavel. Um. You know, I wish you the best. Yeah, we wish you the best in your spiritual enlightenment and your in your journey. But, dude, what the hell? <laughs> like, stay, stay, stay safe, Pavel. You were like my favorite player to watch back in the day, the Mastian, yeah. the Datsukian. It may be a perfect podcast series. Like, what, what, what's going through the mind of Pavel Datsuk right now? Can we have a weekly checkup on Pavel Datsuk <laughs> to see what's going on. <laughs> so. Another episode of Pavel Datsuk today. Still stuck in the monastery. <laughs> it's like ten. It's a ten-second episode. Still stuck in the monastery every week. Oh my god! All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll just go on from there. Um, this is a bit more of a serious topic. Alex, um, do you want to just tell us a bit about you know for I think was, he's a former Kitchener Ranger or still in yeah the- uh, Eric oh. Eric Guest Guest mm-hmm. videos. Let's see mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Those are something. Yeah, it was. Let me pull up the. Uh, there was a video right on Instagram. Uh, he played for the Kitchener Rangers uh, from 2016 until 2019, and they they pretty much. Uh, I don't have the video up. I'm just reading what the quotes say. Uh, he says he was told he wasn't allowed to leave the bathroom until he used cocaine. He was, and, and he, this I said this was when he was sixteen. And this is at a team party, right? Or yeah. party. And then teammates brought him in. Like, a, it's just another you know example of. Like, I think before the Akeem Aliu, Bill Peters stuff kind of came out about you know the racial issues, 
hazing was talked about a lot. I believe it was either two years ago, especially in the CHL, and apparently they were trying very much to stop it. Dan Carcillo, he's the big advocate for that too. Yeah. Sorry, say it again, Mike. Don't worry, Dan. Dan Carcillo is a huge advocate yes, for that yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's two different issues I see here, guys. Because a, it is the hazing, which is just um, it, 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 it's sickening, really. Um, and again, we, we just talked about the key value. His stuff of being, you know, talking about how he didn't want to be shoved into a bathroom naked with a few other rookies, and also. You know what? This year we all kind of laughed and joked when Evgeny Kuznetsov was caught on camera with a white powder and then dared to get tested. He's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Test me." And then he got and then tested. Boom! Gets his bluff called out. Yeah, uh, you know there was that famous clip of Ryan Johansson a few years ago tapping his nose and going, you know, shaking his head like insinuating to sniff something. It's it's common knowledge that. Coaching. There's Mike Richards' entire career. Yes, <laughs> Mike Richards. <laughs> Unpresented unpresent, yes. buyout. Yeah, um, it's two different issues here. And the NHL's, you know, supreme lacks when it comes to the uh, wellness policy because cocaine is not a performance-enhancing, but it's still an illegal drug. So mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what where exactly you guys want to start on this. Uh, we'll talk about it quickly, but Mike, starting with you. Well, with hazing, I mean, it's it's an issue that I mean has been it's being tackled, you know, every day. It's every everyone's trying to 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 to, to lower it, especially like when you see cases like Akima Lu, like these guys, they don't come out until much later about it, and it's unfortunate because if they feel like you know they can't, like you know that their career is on the line if they tell anybody, and I think the next step is you know trying to provide that that level of openness, like you know it's not we're not going to kick you off the team, we're not going to put you on waivers for anything if, if you're not if you you know if, if you're being hazed if it's like okay like look if it's like you know rookies are putting the bags on the bus and stuff like that that's 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 fine but if it's like get in the bathroom naked and then shave your asses like they did in blue mountain state and stuff like that then that's just like yeah no you gotta put a stop to that and then when it comes to the nhl and coke jesus christ these players they love coke like Every like it's not a secret, and like NHLers love Coke. <laughs> was it and, in the athletic poll? Yeah, they literally did an athletic poll about like how many players are pretty much on that stuff. And honestly, I think this the NHL now is like if you guys watch the Michael Jordan documentary, <laughs> The Last Dance, and like how he's talking about how the Bulls were a traveling circus of drugs. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you walk into the room, you you know, you got your lines on the right side. You got your 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 weed smokers on the left side, and you know I was just out of there, and I was like, and I was like, dude, that's literally the entire NHL now. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's just like an like an everyday occurrence, and like obviously it's one of those well kept secrets that you aren't supposed to know about, but well isn't much of a secret. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's a secret that's not a secret, right? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just like another secret. It's just like how the London Knights supposedly play pay some players. A little incentives but yeah it's just you know what i mean it's one of those not so well kept secrets mm-hmm. yeah when it comes the thing with hate not the thing with hazing if i feel like we're told that it's getting better right like it's not happening i'm not sure it is 
but and but then all these stories come out. Like you think about this one. This is 2016 to 2019, right? So how old is Eric Guest? He's our age, right? So this is four years ago. That's really recent. Mm-hmm. So Positive. what is it? Is it happening or is it not happening? I that's mean, the I, issue. That's the thing I I have an issue with is like don't tell us, don't lie to us, like. And and I I think like, and I I know exactly what Mike was talking about, especially when, you know, if you say something, it's you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done in hockey. Yeah, Eric Guest himself. I believe I saw a quote saying that he didn't want to name any players because he said it would for sure stop me from playing in the NHL. Yeah, which is uh, that if that's not a red flag, uh, I don't know what is. Well, it's just he didn't name any players. I know in his right. videos. No, it's just the it's not right, but it's how that's how hockey is. Like, I, and and I get that's one of the things that's I think ends up changing. It's part of the culture change that needs to happen, right? And yeah, it's it's not just at the NHL level. It's at the it's at the AHL. It's at it starts the, in junior. Starts yeah. it yeah. starts in minor junior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, what's your take on all this? Yeah, topic? like I think like two things I could kind of take from this. Like we've talked about before, like these guys are so young, and you know it's something that you know maybe they can't really kind of fathom what's going on at the time for them. And I remember last year when I was like doing an assignment on this about how like a bunch of these guys, like I think Patrick Sharp talked about it, how like you know you're 14 or 15, you leave your family to go to these other places and your team becomes your family. So whatever goes, you go with whatever they like you, whatever goes, you just say like, yeah, I'm, I'm for the team. You know, that's the identity. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to like be the guy that sticks out or anything, you know, because you know, like your coach is basically like your pseudo parents. You got to put your head down and just do it. What What's the oldest you can be in the CHL? It's 20, right? 21. 21 imagine being 16 right because you enter the league you're about you're around 16 mm-hmm. and you're just surrounded with 19 20 even 21 year the median old. age of the chl is around 19 mm-hmm. and like yeah. the t- 21 is only if you like turn 21 in your overage year right right i just think like me i 19 almost 20 versus me at 16 are two completely different people yeah so it's so weird to imagine having to be surrounded by sit like be surrounded by all like 19 19 year olds all the time 16 like grade 10 11 The draft happened in grade 10 for us. The the draft happened in grade 10 and then grade 11, these guys are playing. Okay. Yeah. And so then, and then just hanging out with, you know, guys that would normally be the age of of university. Right. It's just. And not to mention like, even like when you're going to towns like that, like the players are going to the bars. Like they're, if you're going to London, if you're in London, you're going to their, their prohibition uh, bar after if you're in Guelph, you're going to trapper's alley after like it's all, it's, it's like, it's, you're not in university half the time, but you're still partying. Yeah. Cause hockey is a, hockey is a party sport. And like these guys, especially in the OHL, like you're, you're going to go party after, after a game, especially cause your games are on the weekends. And if you're at home, Oh my God. Yeah. I think Jeff Merrick said once, and you talk about party sport, um, that hockey is a beer sport. Uh, so 
It's one of those situations, right? Um, but we'll finish off the power hour with uh, a bit of lighthearted stuff because for some reason, um, Alex, you decided to put Matt Murray into the, the power hour. <laughs> and the only thing I've seen about Matt Murray is that he unfollowed the penguins on, on a social media platform. That is exactly Why? Because <laughs> so he's getting you know, traded. Something we don't know, yeah. I thought like maybe like what is it a bit of like under a month ago there the sports are like is is it true matt murray is coming to the leagues <laughs> i would not want him i'm sorry no yeah. neither would i but yeah he unfollowed the th- he unfollowed the penguins i think Ooh. he the, it, it's such a tough situation in pittsburgh because they have three nhl like I think Casey DeSmith can play in the NHL. He's a capable backup, yeah, right? yeah. Like it's a capable backup, and it's a matter of is Tristan Jari a capable starter, like oh, sixty no. game starter? Penguins goal is going to steal my job. Oh, Matt Murray, how does it feel? Mark Andre Fleury says in Vegas, laughing at him. <laughs> well, Matt Murray's if Matt Murray gets traded, there's a list of teams who could use a starting goalie. Maybe we'll talk about one later. later. Send him to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> to end his career. New Jersey. Oh, God. <laughs> that, ro- <laughs> that rotating door of goalies there. I hate New Jersey. I hate it. <laughs> Why? I'm just going to put what it on. I hate them. What did New Jersey do? Well, he's a Rangers fan, so. Oh, that's true. Well, not yeah. just that, but I just, it's just, it's just, just how do you blow up in the offseason and make your team that much better and just suck? Just plain out suck. Corey Schneider. I'll give you the answer. I'll give you the answer. It's one. It's one name. Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider. Winless in how many years? You know what? Despite doing so poor, and I keep bringing this up uh, on the podcast, Mackenzie Blackwood had a pretty good season. He had a good season for the fact that he had no defense. (laughs) PK Subban, how are you? Oh, poor guy. Uh, Adam's still cheering for him. He's to still bounce like, back. He's still the kind of guy we need in the sport. All right. Capocacco had a better year uh, than Jack Hughes. Did he? <laughs> Putting that out there. Jack Hughes. Don't even. That's, know, that's a conversation for another. My, my freaking Caco, who goes uh, <clears throat> with, who just broke the internet with his video. I remember when he first got there. Just got to New York City. Wow, it's a nice city. I'm like that. That's just amazing. I love this guy. <laughs> Good city. God, I love I love Scandinavians. They have there's this um Mike, I don't know how familiar you are with F one, but there's a, a driver, I think he, he maybe I think he's at Sauber now. He's yeah. Kimi Raikkonen. My God, he's got the driest sense of humor. I love him so much. Do you guys remember Patrick Liney's interview his draft year? When he's yeah. just lying on the floor like yeah, shite. I, uh, I think That's I could so go funny. number one. I used to shoot the Coke bottles with my dad, and he beat me for a long time. Like, what? Where wow. did his accent go, by the way? It's gone. Man. Patrick Laine. Patrick Laine. Just the Winnipeg boy now. The, uh, the, the Amishman when he grows out that hideous beard. <laughs> to say, yeah, he looks like a the neck beard. Just hideous. <laughs> it looks like he looks like Moses, like Amish Moses. Uh, all right, um, we'll move on though from uh, from from Matt Murray because, god damn it, the Hawks are putting him 
fighting him in. All right, last time. No, Siri, go away. I don't. I don't care. Okay. No, <laughs> Siri, go away. God damn it. Um, it's time for the main event. A ding ding. Is it though? Oh, I Does swear someone else God. have something to say? <laughs> did I forget something? Oh, I no. did actually. Oh, oh did you? I Guys, I don't know about you, but uh, man, man, I've made myself look like such a nerd on this show. You know, massive Star Wars guy. I did you draw life. another Seattle logo? I actually thought we were gonna talk about. Oh wait, is that the main event we're gonna talk about that you yes. wrote down? Hmm? The other one we didn't talk about. What did we not talk? With a certain about? newspaper apologizing. Oh, no, no, we took that out. We took that out. Okay, I thought that was interesting, but yeah, we'll we'll move on. We'll move all right, all right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, do we want to talk about the Sens and why they're not in the wrong for what okay. they are in the wrong? But I was gonna Eugene mention Mel- Pokemon. Eugene Mel- I yeah, I was gonna mention Eugene that Mel- one. Yeah, can get out of here. Okay. Okay. So we're not gonna. Okay, we'll save no, it. For okay. Eugene show. Melnick can can go. Hashtag Melnick out. Yeah. Hashtag Mel. Hashtag send the sense to Quebec City, please. Hey, NHR, you want some fan service? How about instead of sending a, uh, the hub city, you know, Toronto? How about send the sense or the Coyotes to, to Ottawa? <laughs> yeah, put it in the city <laughs> of Ottawa instead of in the middle of nowhere. So, I remember I went. I went to. I went quickly. Before Adam, because I know Adam's already upset that I'm taking up his time. When when I was looking at universities, I went to I went to look at University of Ottawa, like Carleton. I went to both of them, and I asked them both, "How far is the Canadian Tire Center from the university, which is in Ottawa?" They told me forty minutes. Forty minutes. So I'm actually moving to Ottawa in two and a half weeks, and I don't think I'll ever catch a Sens game ever. No. When I went to Ottawa, I visited it earlier this year, and it was just like um, we we could have gotten tickets for fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. The only thing it was getting there was just like a mission. Yeah. That we didn't want to do. By the way, Mike, when we're done recording, can you remind me that I need to ask you a question? By the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll hold you accountable to that, Adam. Hold you accountable. <laughs> Um, hey, no, 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 maybe you got to make an exception to the Leafs are going. You, you got to be one of those Leafs fans that, that go in their droves to make the Sens feel like they're not in their own barn. A tradition, yeah. a hockey mm-hmm. tradition. Um, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go on, though, because um, Alex, how long have we been recording for? Is there a way for you to check that? Or? I have no idea. Let's just... I think we're making, we're making good time, though. By the time we're we about got... 40 minutes in, 50 minutes, minutes in. in. Thank you, Mike. No. Mike Jackstar. Star. Star <laughs> Jackstar. Okay, guys. Um, the biggest story of Easy, the week. Um, you won't distract me. Easily. Sorry, I'm just letting my mom know the kilo can come down. Oh, what a sweetie. Don't get my hopes up, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but the boys love him. <laughs> the boys do love him. <laughs> now I have my hopes up. Um, anyway. Okay, the Ottawa... No, not the Ottawa Sanders. I'm sorry. Okay. So, the Buffalo Sabres... Bloodletting was a term thrown around. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna, Mass exodus. Yes. Um, I'll just read you. This is from Frank Saravelli. Final headcount in Sabres Tuesday house cleaning appears to be 22. It's a bloodletting that may be unprecedented in the NHL's history. Certainly in one day, sorry, certainly in one day by one franchise. If Terry Pagula wanted lean, He's got it now. Scouting staff of 21 has been reduced to seven. I'll read you some of the key names here. Rochester Americans, a.k.a. their AHL. Head coach, Chris Taylor, was let go. 
uh, Rob Jankowski, Director of Amateur Scouting. Jason Bottrell, the general manager, as well as both his assistants. What? A plethora of people were let go. Um, it seems to be another reset in Buffalo. This- hey, hey. ex leaves goalie was let go too, Mike Commissaric. Mike Commissaric. He was uh, he's one of their player development Is coaches. Is he right-handed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, anyway, um, yeah. There are so many elements to get into here. Um, that's why we had a bit of a re- reduced power hour. Um, but before we get into specifics, you know, Tara Pagula, um, Kim Bagula saying three weeks ago that Jason Botcher had the, the, the nod. Um, we're not going to talk about Jason Botcher deserving to be fired because I think that, that's not the story here. That and I think we all can agree he probably No, he sucked. Yeah. Did he though? Um, like, but- was he that bad? Okay, okay, I will fine. tell you. No, I will. I'll, when we get into it, I will give you like a really good way to put it. That spit the spit and chicklets guy said. Because I I, okay, because I, I think he gets a lot of crap for the Jeff Skinner deal, and I listened to the Thirty One Thoughts. Uh, it was a couple days we, ago. We will get into that. Just and, please, okay, please, okay. please. Okay, no, because I used to sit. We don't <laughs> want to do this. And before we go into each specific, because I, I want to, I want to go a bit of a chain here. Uh, but before we do that, I think. It would be wrong if we didn't take a moment for those who did get let go because it's such a crappy situation. Um, I just, have to pay respects. Yeah, not just for – it's like a little twitch stream there. Got to pass press the F. But anyway, but in all seriousness, um, it's just such a terrible time for this kind of stuff, not only because of the pandemic, because um, also you're being let go of a team that looks to be a disaster. Um, their AHO head coach, Elliot Friedman, made the point of saying we're getting better – and better. And I think Brian Burke put it best that oh, these cuts, a lot of it were, yes, you're getting rid of fat, but you're also cutting some muscle. So guys, where would you like to start here? I don't know. Where can't we start here? There's, okay. Exactly. So how about this? We start with the fact that three weeks ago, I believe it was, Kim Bagula came out and said that Jason Bottrell had their vote of confidence and he was the GM. Let's start with the real thing here. Let's start about how Buffalo is the biggest effing joke in professional sports. Yeah. They are the biggest joke. Pathetic. Hate them. You guys are screwing over good people. You guys, Terry and Kim, just just retire, man. No one likes you anymore. You guys just, you came in here as saviors and you just are just, just destroying everything. Um, I'll just read you a tweet that's going to support you here, Mike, from Dmitry Filipovich. Um, that sorry, I can't. Okay, so it's weird how quote it's weird how the Buffalo Sabers not making the playoffs in nine years perfectly lined up with the nine years that they've been owned by the Pagulas. Right. That's got to be pure coincidence. So it's a good thing that they say they're going to have more of a say in hockey decisions. How how do you how do you have did you come out three weeks ago and say you. You get you're giving Jason Botterill the vote of confidence, and three weeks later, you have the audacity to fire him and say you weren't being heard while cleaning and, house. Yes, a lot of credibility lost with that. I was so confused when this happened. Like, I want to give them the benefit jerks. of the doubt. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because I look at them cleaning house and bringing in their guy and saying, hey, screw the hockey guys. Let's bring in someone completely different. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because for so long, there's been a rotating cast of coaches, a rotating cast of general managers. 
and no one gets a new chance, right? But I can't give them the benefit of the doubt when they say, we weren't being heard. This isn't a rebuild. We're going to fire everyone. Like, how do you fire Jason Broderill after giving him a vote of confidence? Um, Let's, like, let me put it this way. Paul Bisnett and Ryan Whitney put it really well. In order to be an NHL GM, you can't, and especially even to be a successful organization, you can't have that kind of turnover because GM's moves, like the moves GMs make are going to, like you got to let time pass for them to really come to fruition. You can't keep going with Tim Murray for three years and then Jason Botterill for three right. years. Like you got to, like, look, don't get me wrong. Jason Botterill had a tough record. Of course, he had a tough soak. I mean, tra- the Ryan O'Reilly trade, that blew up. The Patrick Berglund situation, that blew up. Just, there's not much to show so far. I mean, look at Casey Middlestad, a guy you draft to bring in. The guy stinks. Nylander, um, and like, look, I get that, but like, you got to give a GM at least five years because it takes a long time for a player to develop. You got to give him at least five, six years of, of development uh, so that they can work in, in drafting, developing themselves as general manager. Like, it's, it's a work in process. Like, when you sign a GM, you're, you're, you got to confide in their growth as well. Right. You know what it reminds me of? Um, was it two seasons ago when, um, when Pierre Dorian gave Guy Boucher, he's our head coach, and then it seemed like Melnick a few days later was like, uh, no, and Boucher got fired? It was less than a week later. I, that was pathetic. Mm-hmm. You and, knew it was Melnick. Just, you yeah. could literally see it on Dorian's face. As he's doing the press conference, answering the stu- like, these questions that he shouldn't be answering. It's also what's a bit of a joke is they made the point of saying like we were given, we, we listened to the wrong people. And I understand um, the Bagulas own more than the Sabres, but I don't know how you let That's yourself, how the bill's doing. I don't know how you let yourselves as, you know, a success, successful, successful business owner, let the Sabres be what they were. If you just say during Bottrell's term, that's fine. Right. But again, um, Nine years, how many head coaches, how many general managers? I don't really buy the excuse that you were taken advantage of and that you, you listened to the wrong people. That's 100% your fault. They make Edmonton's uh, management look good. Sorry? Yeah. They make Edmonton's <laughs> management look good. <laughs> the is- only reason I might give them a, like I might give them a little bit of leeway on that one is because it is true. Think, like the NHL like we talked about it a couple months ago that the the NHL was pushing the Arizona Coyotes to bring in Peter Shirelli. So I, oh dear God. I yeah, so I imagine things like that happen especially because there's the 200 hockey men, right? Like if a coach gets fired, they're just going to grab a guy who has already been a coach and shove him in there even if he's Look not at Vegas. Right. Look at Vegas. Yeah. The instant replacement. And like I, that's the only place I give them a little leeway, and the more I think about it, the worse it gets. Because I looked at this uh, yesterday, and I go, okay, they got rid of. I think it came out to twenty-two people, and I go, okay, the Leafs did that. Uh, now I don't remember how long ago it was. They did clean a house a couple years ago to signal the whole rebuild. Right, that was so- a Babcock year. So they got rid of Dave Nonis and whoever the hell out Dave Poolin, whoever the hell else was in there. They 
they brought in uh, Lou, Lou, Dubis, um, Hunter. Like they brought in all new people. So it's like, to me, it's like, okay, you bring in Kevin Adams. And then the issue I have with Kevin Adams is their reasoning for hiring Kevin Adams. Who the hell is Kevin Adams? Okay, great. Stanley Cup winner. Great. He played 10 years in the NHL. (laughs) The issue I have is that he's going to be a yes man. He's going to be a yes man. Yes, great. He's been working with the Pagoulas for how many years? It's a very good point. I remember that was Come that on. with Darcy Regeer. Um, I remember before the whole like Jack Eichel era, where they had those like idea of quick fixes to get back to the playoffs, like the Vili Leno, Christian Erhoff contracts that really kind of bogged them down for a while. And now, when you like look towards like what we talked about before, where they get the top picks, but that's about it. They can't draft anywhere else, and then they expect that these guys are just going to carry them. Being a yes man is arguably worse than being Jason Botterill. Jason Botterill, do you think uh, like do you think Jason Botterill wants to sign Jeff Skinner to nine million dollars? No, that's you was think Jeff Bo- you think Jason Botterill wanted to make the Ryan O'Reilly trade like that? That was a oh, terrible God. return. Still waiting on Tage Thompson to develop. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh yeah. I, I don't I, I don't think so. Still so, waiting on uh the how are you Casey Middlestad yeah. to become a top line center. So if you have Kevin Adams in there who's just kissing the Pagula's ass every day, it's just going to be, why don't we just make Terry Pagula the GM of the Buffalo Sabres? At this point, that's what it feels like. Um, I think, or Kim. Uh, we need equality for all. Kim, okay, or Kim. <laughs> How about both of them? Co-GMs. Co-GMs. There, there was a lot made about Kevin Adams. By the way, Wait, quick, I quick, can't... quickly, just... Uh, man, Alex went on a tirade there. He needed yeah. to sip some water. Um, I know. <laughs> that happens often on this show. First of all, I don't trust Kevin Adams because he spells his name with a Y instead of an I. That's so that's 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 just a red flag right there. Hey, don't blame don't blame him for that, okay? I don't think he chose Kevin with a Y. That's anyway. like having Michael with an E A L. Um that's just fake. That's just fake. CP mistake in the making. <laughs> Um, but you, you know um, what people have very much said is that Kevin Adams doesn't have any you know, sort of hockey executive experience. As we said, he's a former Leaf, former Cup champion, uh, but he was previously the senior vice president of business administration. Yes, he was. Um, a, he was a money. He was. He was an account. Uh, an accounts guy. A money guy. Business mm-hmm. numbers guy. Which they have a place in your organization, but um, as your general manager, what was worrying is that they didn't do, or the, yeah, they didn't do a search. Which I understand if you don't want to go to these normal hockey men, um, but I still think you should at least do the the diligence. But then I guess it is what you're saying, Alex, just that they're um they're 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 they're, they're doing a a their guy. So they want their their yes man. We're trying to look. But at like him. I mean, like even unconventional, like they're just going so unconventionally. Like I'm just reading up here. You have a couple of options that still like that you probably could have used. You had Dean Lombardi. Yeah. He's still free agent. As much as I hate to say it, even Peter Shirelli, Mike Ron Hextel, Mike, Mike Fuda. Fuda, Mike Gillis. Dave, um, they, I would have. They could have put Dave Nonis in this position. 
Don't you dare say Paul they Fenton could have again. Put, they, <laughs> who said Don't Paul Fenton? Try. Who said Paul Fenton? Paul Fenton. Paul Fenton. <laughs> <laughs> they could put Dave Nonis in this position. You know what? Paul Fenton made one good move. The What's Kevin that? Fiala. That's true. Which, yeah, we all laughed yeah. at that. But now it's, it's turned true. into... Sorry, Paul. But after that, like no, I thought, I'm just yeah. yeah let's like Matt Zuccarello and then tell him John he's a Ferguson Jr. You know the the Bruins might let him oh, uh, interview. Stop I don't know. it! God, stop enough. it! Enough. First the David Ayers, now John Ferguson. <laughs> do you want to remind me about Tuka Rask? PTSD. That's what you're doing? No, it's too hard. PTSD. Um, I guess a, a sort of quote that stood out to me that I want to ask you guys about is the. The fact that this is not going to be a rebuild. Right. And it's Sorry. Go finish the sentence. Sorry. Thank you. Um, that takes, you are in a division right now that the Montreal Canadiens are going to play and they're going to get their young guys. They're going to try and get better. You have the Leafs who have all the talent. You have the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and the Boston Bruins, who I don't need to tell any of you what those teams are about. And you are the Panthers who are going to do something insane, but still have such star power up front. I don't know exactly how they plan on not rebuilding and getting competitive. Yes, Daniel, you mentioned by acquiring Wayne Simmons at the deadline instead of selling. Yes. Sorry, something I thought about um, before we move on. You know who also said it's not a rebuild was Brian Colangelo in 2012, and then Masai came in the next year. Boom. Two, two things, or one yeah. thing. You're right. It's not a rebuild. It's a literally a pile of garbage on fire. It's worse than a rebuild. The Detroit Red Wings are better set up for the future. Okay, I, than, I no, with, no, I, I don't. You, you okay. have Jack. You have two. Generation, hey, arguably generation players, and you have and they have Steve Eisman. You have Rasmus Dahlin and Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. Two uh, Jack Eichel, I I'd argue he's a franchise center. He's Rasmus Dahlin, we don't fully know. No, like he's he's, he's, a, he's, he's elite. Good. Yeah, he's an elite center. Is he franchise? Is he generational? I don't. Defensemen know. take Defensive. time to develop. It'll right. take to take some time. But what I think I want to go on a quote here. <clears throat> Rasmus Ristolainen put it perfectly. We've had a he he said it and I quote: "We've had a bright future for seven years now." Mm-hmm. Um, what we're talking about Ristolainen here. Um, I wonder. First of all, I, I think we can all agree here that you know Rasmus Ristolainen has been on the block as long as I have been a hockey fan. I they think can't decide. Gonna, you, you, he needs to go. Right, like there is no question. If there's two big, um, big questions around the Sabers right now, it is that. And Alex, you have been very vocal about this since we started this podcast. You need to fix the goaltending. And you need to trade Rasmus Ristolainen because, first of all, what's been Buffalo's biggest issue? Um, it, it, it's, it's honestly, if there's one, been one common factor, it's been their culture. And I think Rasmus, I'm not picking on Rasmus Ristolainen as a person. I don't know him. But that has been a guy you have been, you've yo-yoed him for so long now. You, um, Ra- you can't, they can't decide on Rasmus Ristolainen. Is he part of the core or is he not part of the core? Make a decision, stick with it. They haven't another made thing, a decision ever. Another thing you got to take and keep in mind too is that 
Buffalo is in a more difficult situation already compared to other teams in the league in the fact that you are a you're the armpit of America, Buffalo. No offense, I've been to Buffalo. It's fun, but like would never want to live there. Sorry, Buffalo. Worst case, Ontario. But there's Buffalo, and then the fact that it's Buffalo, and then there's the high tax bracket. No one wants to play for the Buffalo Sabres, especially if they're a losing team. So if you want free agents to come over, you got to A, either bribe them with or show them that you have a, a, a bright future, which you've been trying to do for seven years now. And B, you got to overpay them. There's no way, like, look what you had to do with Jeff Skinner. There's no way Jeff Skinner is going to take a regular, like, $6 million deal. Yeah. Even, um, though, he's, even though he's not worthy of that at all. But like, Jeff Skinner, Vili Leno, Christian Erhoff. Three That's names why. right there. Yeah. Philly Leno. Oh, my God. I remember that one breakout, yeah, 2013, I believe. Yeah. On- Sorry, Daniel, go ahead. Oh, 2013 Villaleno, where he just overproduced for what he's has shown in his career, and then like the Sabres paid him like crazy. That 50 point given five times five in, in the offseason. You know, I, I, I think the the best and it's so weird to say, the best thing they did this year was bring in Wayne Simmons. Isn't like how messed up is that to say? The team sucks and and the, the best thing was adding at the deadline because he brings in, and I think I've talked about this a lot. They have no culture, they have or no leadership, and they have no goaltending. Mm-hmm. If you fix the goaltending, that fixes one issue. Because I think Captain Jack is a good leader. I don't think he's enough. I don't. No, think no, he's no, enough. no. That's you need more issue. than just one yeah. guy steering the ship. Better, I better completely assistance. agree with that. And. Kalak Post wasn't getting you anywhere. No, no. That, that's six million. That's another dollars. contract too that yeah we didn't even talked about. If the team, because the team went on went on a ten game winning streak. Was it this year? It was for like two years in a it row. It was the top of the league last year. They're number one in the standings. Yeah, that was in November. And they dipped, and they couldn't get themselves out of the dip. They went up, 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 and just crashed. What, what was that Greek god again that went too, flew too close to the sun? Was it Apollo? No, that was... Um, oh, no. You, oh, god damn it. No, it was... It was um, oh, my God. I, no, I know this. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, no, it was the wax wings too close to the sun. Oh, my God. Mike, you've killed me here. You've killed me. Um, Icarus. Okay. Icarus, Jesus, yes, thank you. Um, anyway, but uh, going that. back to um, kind of where the Sabres may go in the future when it comes Nowhere. to... Like, Nowhere. All right, all right. <laughs> That's um, a good way to put it. I mean... Sell them. Jack Eichel's going to force his way out. No, no, I'm telling you, he's gone. He's you gone. This so? is his last year in Buffalo. I think if, it, if, he, if it's... They're not set up to do any better. They just lost Lawrence Pilot, who is actually like a decent no. spark for them. And now, like, just people don't want to play there. And now, like, honestly, I'm telling you, they're going to have a worse year this year. Like, they're not even going to have a hot start like they did last year. And then he's going to request a trade, either midseason or at the end. He's just going to be done with this. See, the thing is, I look at this team on paper, and it's not the worst team, right? Like, okay, Jack Eichel, um, Sam Reinhardt. Like the thing is, Marcus Johansson wasn't that bad, right? And I like he comes Bojo. in, right, and, and, and then what the hell happened? 
comes into Buffalo. Even you look at their back end. Okay, Rasmus Dahlin, yes. Uh, Colin, Colin Miller. Colin Miller, okay. Brandon Montour is not that bad. Jake McCabe's not that bad. And then now, the, and then they brought in Henry Yokiharyu, who's not that bad. So what is nobody the issue? except for Eichel played up to their potential this year. Nobody but Eichel. And I, yeah, I, that's the played, issue. That's the issue. Um, yeah, Jack Eichel. Yeah, just to say he played at his at his at his like the level he's supposed to play is, is an understatement. Jack Eichel was a monster this year. Um, but going back to the Bagulas themselves, um, because yeah, they are very clearly now at the guys who are going to be up front running this team. Or they're incompetent. They're, very, they're so incompetent. Well, it's funny you say that, Mike. And now, Alex, you talked about this a bit. Um, so I'll, I'll let you, Alex, just. Tell us a bit about what Elliot Friedman said when it came to the terms of not only the Jeff Skinner deal, but the deal that apparently Bottrell did not want to give Eichel as well. Quickly, uh, Mike, do you know the NFL? Because I know nothing about the NFL. I know the NFL. Are the Buffalo Bills good or no. okay or bad? <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bills, and they're not good. Because I know Tom Brady left and then they left the Patriots and then something about their, their division. I don't know. No, but the no, Bills no, are okay. not. I'm no. just just making sure. I know nothing about football. Okay. No, they um they they played Houston last, and it wasn't. It was it was pathetic. <laughs> good, good, good. So good, just great. Um, well, sorry, you want me to talk about Elliot Friedman? Yeah, and talk because you were about to bring up the fact uh, earlier in the show before. Yeah. I, I kind of said yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Fire. I listened to the 31 thoughts, the, like the 30 minute episode and it they made it seem like the, the O'Reilly, actually the O'Reilly one I, I heard about somewhere else, but the Skinner and Eichel deals, they weren't so like Botterill wasn't so willing to give up all that money. It was term was. Yeah. Especially with Skinner. He's a, I think Botro, Friedman said that Botro's of the mind that term killed a lot of other teams and he wasn't comfortable. Now, Eichel, yeah. of course, is a great deal, but Skinner. Oof. Yeah, the Eichel deal, I think maybe at the time when he signed the deal, I don't think he was the star he is now. Mm-hmm. So, but, but that's now all, $10 million for Eichel? That's a steal right. now. Yeah. But Jeff Skinner, I don't know how long his oh deal is. God. Is it past cap friendly? Cap friendly goes until twenty five, twenty six. I got you. It was twenty six, twenty seven. One year. It goes one year past the cap friendly limit. That's when uh, you yeah, know you so have tough. an issue. That's really tough. That's when you know you have an issue. Eight years, man. Eight years. Man, I would say seven for Skinner would have been a bit much because that's what Kane got, and like he's a good play. He's got some, you know that goal scoring touch. It's not nine. The, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's the the number is so scary. The number is so scary. You know, he put, yeah, he put up 40 goals. I think in the, they're going to buy him. That's going to be a buyout. Like that's going to be something that like, if there's a compliance, I don't think they can. can, Honestly, I think it'll just screw them over. If you bought them out, I'm looking at it now. It's like a Ricky Pietro situation. (laughs) No, literally. Yeah. How about if they, the NHL goes with a compliance buyout? That'd be great. <laughs> is this the guy the team buys out? Like, is there anyone else? Ock Pozo. <laughs> yeah, cut your losses somewhere. I don't know. Too much money everywhere. 
I'd see Akposa because like if you got a good enough center, I would expect Skinner to go and like if if Skinner gets a good enough line mate and puts up thirty next year, I wouldn't be surprised. Here, it's I'll give you a great line mate for Jeff Skinner. His name's Jack Eichel. Play him with Jack Eichel. I don't know why they tried not playing him with Jack Eichel. They just honestly they didn't have enough patience for him because he 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 wasn't getting up and like they just didn't believe that. And I honestly think if he was playing with Eichel, that he wouldn't have been that that he would have gotten out of his slump, that he wouldn't mm-hmm. have been as bad as he was. And obviously, yeah, it's because Eichel, the Eichel effect, of course. But still, I mean, it would have been so much better to just you know. You guys know it's a failure of a season already. Just yeah. put him on the wing so he can at least regain his confidence. Because you can see he has no confidence right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I read no a comparison. I read a comparison uh, between the like Skinner and Eichel to Drysaitel and McDavid and what they mean to the team. And the difference between Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaitel, and Jeff Skinner and Jack Eichel is that both Leon Drysaitel and Connor McDavid are centers. So, yeah, play them on two different lines. Figure that out. But this is Jeff Skinner who can put up goals if he wants to mm-hmm. with Jack Eichel who can get Jeff Skinner the puck. Banking on Casey Middlestead or Dylan Cozens. I don't know. <laughs> Who's their um, second Victor line Victor Olofsson. Don't forget yeah. Victor Olofsson. Or, 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 don't, forget, don't forget the sweepstakes, the Jimmy VC. Oh, oh, if yes. Jimmy VC signed with the Leafs, <laughs> William Nylander could be traded. Shut up. Let's get let's, out of here. Let's look at the future for Buffalo. Because again, yes. Um, if nothing, if the Goolers are the one who are, <laughs> no one are pushing the the that Skinner deal. Um, the term there. What does that mean for Buffalo going forward? Because that, uh, you know, it's weird when they were talking about at first. Um, we don't trust these hockey men. I was thinking to myself, well, that's actually quite good because, you know, yeah, like you were saying, Alex, I think it was, you know, yeah, uh, it's always the same dudes. But I just got this sinking feeling in my stomach about it because <laughs> we're not used to ownership in hockey, um, you know, really being up in front. And then with the Pagulas, knowing what we know about the Skinner deal now, um, I don't think that's going to fill Buffalo fans with a lot of confidence. Uh, we should like, we should try and get Will Christopoulos to talk about it as well because he's a huge Big Sabres fan. But I mean, you guys, like, sorry to hear that, Will. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I mean, and I'm guys, a Leafs fan. What what does it mean for Buffalo going forward having these guys running the team and like you you guys were saying like having a yes man in front? I mean, this free agency, whenever it does come, could be a disaster if they spend like all this money. They they're losing. Like the Buffalo Sabers are bleeding as a franchise. Their their reputation, how much money they're they're that's coming in, they're bleeding. So I I think honestly, I think there's no difference whether you're not going to have any fans this year because of pandemic rules or who's even going to be there. The fans hate them. No one likes them anymore. They're just. It's just, it's pathetic. And, you know, I think it's important to say that the, at, at least, like, you guys are going to have money, this like a lot of money, but you have a lot, and I mean a lot, of restricted and unrestricted free agents to deal with this summer. So maybe the only saving grace that Buffalo can do this, whenever this off season is after this, this crazy season, is just do something with that, like, 40 million or so in cap space that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's a who's an old free agent? Let's give Patrick Marlowe another three years at six million dollars. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Thomas Vanek. Hey, Tyler. Oh, Ennis, did you say Thomas Fleischman? Thomas Fleischman. 
<laughs> Tyler Ennis, you want another big contract? Let's go. Oh, man, man, if I'm Tyler Ennis, I'm stupid. Do you know what no, this team They got to extend Jimmy VC. They got to extend uh, Jimmy VC. No. I forgot about him. Waiting for that NCAA potential to pass. <laughs> Kobe Baker. This team needs a president of hockey operations. That's what this team means because the owners need to stand back. Yeah, they but need at the to same time, you need back. to make sure that it isn't going to be the same situation like Ottawa where the, where the president finally says what needs to be said to the owner and then the owner's like, no, nah, you're gone. Yeah. I, the Pegulas will do that. The Pegulas will they, oh, do that. Oh, they will. You know, they need um, a Brian Murray. That's what this team needs. When when he was in Ottawa, no one heard a single thing from Eugene Melnick. Mm-hmm. That's what the team needs. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, the late great um, guy. He was. If there's if there's going to be a legacy to do with Brian Murray. Uh, it's going to be if illegal. someone could control Eugene Melnick mm-hmm. and that he said that he put that great sense like that, that run they had to the conference finals was, was his team. Carson. Yeah. Good, oh, good Kyle yeah. Turris. Going yeah. back. We have to remember he also drafted Getz Laffin Perry. Oh yeah. That is true. Of course, of course, <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Wow. Yes. Jesus Christ. So, here's, here's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's the, who's a worse owner? The Pagulas or Eugene Melnick? Right now, I would say the Pagulas because right now, right now the Pagulas are actually being like, like they're actually looking better, like worse than Eugene Melnick. Which is surprising. Like I didn't think that'd happen. And not even that, but like even Scott Malkin, who owns the New York Islanders, is looking better. (laughs) Like looking like like a good like like a good owner compared to these guys. Imagine if the team was semi-good, semi-good, the fan, the amount of fans that would be in that stadium. Well, like they, they're, they're one Buffalo of the markets. Loves them. Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo loves their sports, man. Buffalo yeah. sports are insane. I want people going through tables and parking lots. Okay. That's go to, all I want. You gotta want. go to a Bills game if you want to see that. I want Sabres mafia. Bills mafia has nothing. Okay, you, you talk about the attendance. I mean, it's it's always like viewership and attendance has always been great in Buffalo. But I think if if, if there's another, I keep using this term, red flag, is that attendance in Buffalo this season was getting like worse than the Panthers, which is in Arizona. Arizona, like those are that's pretty- really tough, especially if you're in a pretty good market like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should speak. Hey, when. When a bunch of your fans like Melody Martin and Dwayne become superstars because of your incompetence as a franchise. When when your barn is being sold out by guests, when everyone knows that the Leafs' secondary rink is the Key Bank Center. Well, that, that and the Canadian Tire Center. The Leafs have like three rinks. Yeah, honestly. Like, you're not, like, you're going to, like... I, I I want to go this year because the tickets are so cheap, and because I knew I wasn't I was gonna be like one of the majority of Leafs fans there. Yeah, it's just it's they have no culture. I went to a one game in Buffalo against the Leafs. This was years ago, and I'm in like this. I'm not even at my seats yet. It's just blue, and it's not Buffalo blue. It's Leafs blue, and they're cheering. They're screaming, "Go Leafs, go!" In the not 
like I'm not, I'm just standing trying to get to my seats and they're screaming, go Leafs go in an away building. Who does this? Who lets this happen? They try and do that in Montreal too. So yeah, but no, I Montreal actually is passionate fans despite yeah. how bad they are. And Buffalo would have been in the playoffs if they beat Montreal in that if, if the if the last regular season game was yeah. their game against Montreal. The tweet for here. Let me read your tweet about that. That read from Arpon Boston. Buffalo won that. They would have been in the playoffs when this pandemic broke out. Oh my Jesus Christ! You know, <laughs> sorry about that. Jeez, because I I like I'm finally using headphones. So I can hear myself talk. It amplifies all like this noise. My Rottweiler, like yeah. the noise of him barking, just got so much. I'm so sorry. Deep if okay. Buffalo, if Buffalo made the playoffs and had to play Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh would have wiped the floor with them. Yeah. Some playoff Jimmy VC and Wayne Simmons action, though. Don't sleep on that. Come on. Oh, Curtis Lazar, though. Come on. Oh, Oh, Kurt Lazar is. Oh, my God. I forgot Curtis Lazar is there. How are you, Calgary? World Junior Captain Great, Curtis Lazar. You know you've had a rough career if the highlight of it is eating a cheeseburger that was thrown from the stands onto the ice like Curtis Lazar. That's true. That? Now, honestly, like yeah, like literally, Buffalo, like like Montreal has a capability to at least win a game or even steal the series, like we talked about with Carey Price. Yeah, but like Buffalo, it would it'd be worse than Vancouver and Winnipeg, Vancouver and Minnesota. Like this, <laughs> this is not even a competition. Jack Eichel is literally just playing for three games of experience. <laughs> hey, no. they don't even count. That's true. That's it's a play in. It's not even the playoffs. <laughs> you said it so perfectly. We can't even make the playoffs when twenty four teams are in. And I'm like, dude, I feel so bad for you. Just, just, just go. Just, just demand that trade. See, so. What? Because we talked about Rasmus Ristolainen before, and he's another one. His value was kind of started quite high because you're like, oh, he's part of the core. He's a great guy. All they the really hyped I, him up. All the uh, all the eye test people loved him, and then and then it all went down when the eye test people started complaining about Rasmus Ristolainen because all the analytic geeks were like, oh man, Rasmus Ristolainen isn't any good. And then the eye test people jumped on. Underlying numbers. Yeah. (laughs) And then the eye test people, like what do you get for Rasmus Ristolainen? A pick? Hopefully. You're not getting a first. Not anymore. Do you think you get more, uh, than what the Blackhawks got for Eric Gustafson, which is a third-round pick. Oh, I can see. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, I think more. A little. I think you I get a second. A second? Oh, my God. They but gonna, not, not, not an early second, yeah. No, no a, not an early second. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like, borderline third by that point. I don't know. They were like, talking about it on... Uh, Buffalo Steve doesn't Diego. have a third-round pick until 2022. Stop <laughs> it. They gotta replenish that. Who somehow. did they? Who have they been trading third rounds pick to, Wait, and what are they getting for them? Their are third. They so their third round for this year was in the uh, in the. They sent it. To, uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm trying to figure that out. But they don't own that third pick. And then the 2021 trade was. Um, 
That was a July. That was a free agency trade. So take it as you want, but they don't even have a third round pick um, for till twenty twenty two. Oh, uh, the, the third, third round part of the for, Jeff Skinner trade. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, okay. Just don't, oh, and don't forget the Wayne Simmons trade. Oh, I had Michael Froelich. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, it doesn't help that they also got jobbed when they sent Scandella for like a third, then Montreal got a second and a fourth for him. Taking Montreal get a better return for Scandella. And they got a big goal against uh, him scoring on the Leafs too. Yeah, of course. Is uh, is Jason Botterill's reputation absolutely tarnished that he will not get another general manager job in the foreseeable future? No, I don't think so. He has to work back. Like, I think people understand think. the situation he was in. He'll be like an organizational guy, but. He'll like have to work his, his way back is up. Is his reputation worse than Dave Nonis's when he got fired from the Leafs? No, because he it wasn't internal. No, Dave Nonis was like, like a timid guy. Like even he when was he was in Vancouver, like, like he was potato. always kind of, yeah. He was like he was a potato. I always thought of him as a yes man as well. To be honest, he followed Brian he, Burke to like three different teams. Oh yeah, yes he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> Where is he now? Isn't he somewhere? Dave, Dave Nonis doing something. Davey Notice, I swear to God, he's like an assistant to the Davey to the to the manager. Like not even like not even a proper title. He like, gets some coffee. He's Here a special assignment special scout for the Anaheim Ducks. Yes, and serves as consultant to Bob Murray. So yeah, he's a he's a bagel boy. He's a bagel. All right, lads. This um, team's a dumpster fire. That's we, what it is. I, I don't think we have any other sort of things to talk no. about when it comes to the Sabers. I think we've. Um, dissected them um, like you do in grade like 11 science to a poor frog. We did more than dissect them. We brutally murdered them. I, well, I, they I deserve think, it. I think it's you and deep. Mike were were the real, uh, the real I don't feel bad. I, I'm sorry. Nope. No regret. No. Well, Disgusting. Uh, Screw you, note, Buffalo. Um, I, I, again, I want to we should... <laughs> <laughs> Not even screw Buffalo. Actually, I feel bad. I feel like I've been tweeting about how much I just feel bad for them. It's just screw the Pegulas. A great fan base. They really don't deserve this. Their goal yeah. horn is the best too. And and they have the best play by play guy in the league. Oh, Rick Jeanneret, I love that guy. Do you? Oh my God! Do you remember when Jake McCabe destroyed Patrick? That was Lining? the best. My my coach was at that game actually. He uh, he had to take a game off because he went to go watch it with his niece or with his with his granddaughter, and he took a video of it, and Man. it was insane. The call was like Shifley to line of center ice, and he's just on the he is done. Oh. Mayday! Mayday! Oh, Regina, it's one of the only positive things in Buffalo. Man, you can tell, like, if you watch some games, like, the guys in Detroit are always fantastic, but you can tell that this season they were just, and here's Larkin to Bertuzzi. I feel like definitely in Buffalo it was like, I go and just Skinner and he misses the net. Imagine, imagine if they had Robin Leonard. That was a great goalie. Should really kind of get him somehow. Mm-hmm. That's that's another thing. Sorry to keep going here, but it's another trend. Evander Kane. How much of a mess was that? He's fitting in San Jose. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly went from hating the game to Con Smythe winner. That's really yes. bad. That's the Buffalo if, effect. If there's anything, the Bagulers like we're not rebuilding. Um, 
Right. You're not. You're a dumpster fire. At least they're hanging on to – at least they're keeping their – why can I not remember their head coach's name, even though I love the guy? Ralph Kruger. Ralph Kruger. Kruger. Freddie yeah, Kruger. because the, that's the only thing the players like in that city. That's it. <laughs> Honestly, if, if Krugs was gone, I don't think they'd show up for work. <laughs> it'd be a just it, – yeah, it'd be just another – they'd put him in a garbage bag, tie it up, throw it on the road, and light it on fire. That's what they would be doing. And they're going to do the same thing when Jack Eichel gets traded. It's going right. to be a garbage trade. So, They're going to put him in a garbage bag, throw him at the rest of the crap, and light it on fire. Okay. Jack Eichel for a conditional first, and then yeah. like, how about then this? Like an AHL blue liner. Let's nice. let's finish off the show. Okay. Shooting on how? Let's start the rumors now. Okay. Um, uh, Jeremy Bracco, a second. And Connor Brown and Travis Dermott. No, because he's gone. Okay, that's true. Okay, Jeremy, yeah, yeah, Jeremy Bracco. Uh, okay, we have to replace the players. So the original trade was Tanev for Brown, Nielsen, and a second. Mm-hmm. So I think and now that was you, when Tanev was pretty good, kind mm-hmm. of. And then Harmon Dial came on the show and said, "Yeah, he's, he's not. like he's like a fourth defenseman." I'm like, okay, I feel so, good. So we can say a second. Yeah, uh, I think I think Bracco is the new trade piece, right? Jeremy Bracco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and then, no value. No value. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even on the twenty. What is it? Twenty-eight man roster. And Robertson is. Yeah. Oh, I'd love Can't. to know what those reasons were. He had to. He had to take that leap of absence. By the way. Uh, love to know. Just I mean, mental, anyway, anyway, so, and so, Dermot. Yeah, Travis Dermot. So Dermot, a second, and Jeremy Bracco for Jack Eichel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Johnson to make the cap work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah throw him in some hair. Yeah, yeah throw in Johnson, throw in um, um, Kerfoot. No, just straight up go. Just straight up go. I could see it. It'd just be straight up. Wait, Justin wait, Hole. Okay, yeah, well, I thought Justin. you were saying. Uh, jo- I thought you were saying a uh, goat is in Freddie Goatee. I think you were, okay, so Justin. Hole, hey, yeah. let's throw him in there too. Whatever. <laughs> oh, we need him, man, to anchor that. That guy line. has no value on this team. I apologize. We do I not forget, that. we do not have enough contracts signed. This is so we can't like throw away that many players. Oh. So. Oh man. Okay. So. Okay, I'm- we'll take back some of their crap. <laughs> Okay, so like, who's worth something? Check on Jimmy V. We'll take Kyle Pozo. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, like, I'll take oh, Curtis man. Lazar. Let's go, Curtis. Come, Michael. Okay. So, oh yeah, Curtis Lazar. All right, I'm Scott gonna... Wilson. Scott Wilson. Okay, Kyle Pozo is gonna be like the next Joffrey Lupo. Like, it's gonna like <sighs> he's gonna just like they kind of make him disappear. Okay, oh, conditional fourth because you have to have those in these guys. Fourth. And if the Leafs make the playoffs and and he scores. 10 points, it becomes a third. Okay. That's the condition. I'm third making condition. things up as we go 10 here. goals in playoffs. Okay. Uh, is that it? Do we have the trade figured I out? Think so. you guys? Uh, we'll send um, it to Kevin Adams. Okay, hold on. So this is what we have. It's a bit messy. A second, Jeremy Bracco, <laughs> Travis Dermott, Andreas Janssen, if we need to make the cap work. Martin Marincin, I added him in. Justin Marty, Moore, you can't Frederick get rid of Marty. OTA. You take Marty off that list right it, now. He's a lifer. <laughs> All right, we're taking off Martin Marincin. Okay, so uh, uh, Paul, Gautier, Bracco, Dermot, Janssen the second. That's so Lazar, much. Ocposo, uh, Wilson. Yeah. Um, I can't read my own writing. Um, Eichel. 
Eichel. Yeah, I forgot to put him in. Eichel. Oh, yeah, we're just giving up random – we're giving up guys for just going And a fourth that if Eichel scores 10 goals in the playoffs, it becomes a third. Yeah. No, I'm just telling you, man, straight up, just one for one, Eichel for Marinson. Okay. Only way I'd ever want Marty gone. Eichel for Marty. Okay. And uh, you heard me here first. We're going to get – when you start hearing – okay, well, then we're going we're gonna to take this the other side here. Okay. Okay. So here's how we'll start off. Okay, Eichel. Yeah. For we're going to put two seconds. Um, oh, is this Montreal? Is that what we're yes, talking? Yes, it is. Okay. We're going to throw in uh, Paul Byron. Yeah. Because why not? Um, Carl Alsner. Because of he's course. Work. Uh, Carl Alsner. Who else? I need. Uh, exactly. you, guys are, you guys are so many draft picks. Like you got to throw some picks in there, man. Xavier Lulet. Three second rounders. <laughs> three second. Is Byron Frey still on your team? No, Christian Follen. He's Christian, Christian Follen, yeah. All right. Uh, Hold on. Dale Weiss. Net. Uh, Weiss is a free agent. Oh, Charlie Lindgren. Charlie Lindgren, because he's not going to oh. get a chance. Let's just. Charlie Lindgren, no. Or Mike, Michael McCarron, or whatever his name he got, is. He got traded. Oh, he did? You leave wait, Jake Evans. Wait, who's the, who's the goalie? Oh, McNiven? Is that the goalie? Yeah, he doesn't get a chance. Yeah. Okay, McNiven. so trade McNiven. Jordan Wheel. Jordan, the real deal. I met him. Oh, what a nice guy. Jordan Wheel. Jordan uh, okay, we can't trade. Charles Hudon. Yeah, Charles Hudon. Can't trade Charles. Brett Kulak because that's not you, fair. You will not touch my dear son. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Charles Hudon. What? 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 All right. Uh, so do you have any have... other big contracts we can just throw in there? Shea Weber. No, you don't. No, no. He's he's good. I don't want. Don't, he's my captain. I love. Literally him. the they... most. No one's making more than eight million on the Habs. Other uh, than Carey Price. Price. Other than Price. So can we give Carey Price? Because it. No. No. Why not? No. It's too just... controversial. That's what you. That's what you. They're just insulting at him. But they need a goalie. Do you get rid of? It worked cap wise extremely well. We put Lindgren and McNiven in. That's two goalies. Okay, already. so we'll take Lindgren out because okay. then it'd be Primo and Lindgren. You re signed Zach Fukali to include him in the trade. Exactly. Zach Fukali <laughs> isn't in Montreal system anymore. I know, and that's why you sign him back. Primo. No. You sign him back. No, no, you don't trade, trade Primo. You don't trade Primo. That's who your starting goalies are Primo and Lindgren. All right. We, this is just got Louis Domingue or Keith Kincaid. Yeah, man, Keith Kincaid isn't like I think he's former Devil starter, buried. Uh, remember when Keith Kincaid like carried the Devils to the playoffs? Yeah, and then it set their franchise. And then back. Taylor Hall won the heart because yeah. Connor McDavid didn't make the playoffs. You heard it here first. The Sabers are going to be the ones who give Taylor Hall a stupid deal. Uh, anyway, we're just kind of shooting it now, so I think it's time to um, I think it's time to wrap things up here. Um, again, we want to thank Mike for coming on. Uh, Thanks for having me. We yeah. asked him 12 hours ago. I was still awake. Yeah, same here. I saw like Will Baldwin tweeting at 3 a.m. and I wanted to say, go to bed, Will. <laughs> but hey, um, yeah, I think we're, we're all kind of... Unless he's... Oh, wait, I was going to say, if he's back in Calgary, that's like a couple hours behind, so maybe, but I think that's, he's still here. Yeah, I forgot he's from Calgary. I wonder how Gil Riley Fossils is doing. Gil Van- I know he's I know he's back in Vancouver. Good. Another really funny guy, Riley Fossils, by the way. Love that guy. Hayden Campbell too. Love that guy. Had him I'm, see- I'm seeing him tonight. Really? Yeah, I'm going to Hayden's place. He's back in Toronto. Yeah, tell him I say hi, eh? I will do. 
Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I know he's another Star Wars fan. We were talking about the Mandalorian. Let's Dude, him and I, him and I play Battlefront all the time. Oh, oh yeah, cool. man, love I love Kashyyyk. My favorite map. My um, least favorite map. Get like your band from the show. How do you not like Kashyyyk? It's wicked. Map wise, my favorite map's probably gotta be. I don't know, honestly, I, I'm not a big Clone Wars guy when it comes to playing Supremacy. If I'm playing Supremacy, I want to play on either. Honestly, Yavin, get out. I'm not gonna say Yavin. I hate Yavin. I was gonna say, um, I what's that map that you played for the First Order? I hate that map. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a dumb okay. one. I can't okay. Okay. I actually, I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of like Jakku. Jakku okay. is not bad, and I love Endor. I don't know how I feel, you guys. Why does everybody want to go back to Jakku? I don't. <laughs> It's t- okay, well, I, I think... Finn's best moments. Okay, well, yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah. that's the best line from Star Wars ever. <laughs> where are you from? I'm from nowhere. No, where are you from? I'm from Jakku. Okay, well, it's basically nowhere. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, yeah, t- tell Hayden I say hi. I'm guessing he's watched the last season of Clone Wars, too, because we're... Shooting. I don't know. I'll probably ask him about that. Yeah, dude, dude. I, I hope he's well. Again, really, he was... You know what? I'll tell you guys this. When we came back from winter break, you know, um, in Gary Gould's class, right? Obviously, like, I'm, you know, I almost sit with Alex. Daniel was doing his master, so he doesn't like us anymore. Um, you know, I Not saw, a big like, deal. Little... sorry? <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> this, this guy, who cares? Um, well, anyway, like, you know, I, you know, waved at Will and Riley when I saw them. But the only person um, when I came back from winter break that, you know, stood up, came and saw how I was and asked about my break was Hayden. So, like, I love that guy. He's just... So genuine. Um, everyone in our program is so cool. Don't well, worry. ladies and gentlemen, um, if you <laughs> enjoyed this episode of the podcast, um, please you know, go check out the YouTube experience because you get to see all our beautiful faces. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see Kilo today. That's pretty disappointing. Yeah, he um, came down and he just hung out on the couch, but now he went back upstairs, I think. Doing his own thing today. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, with you going to Ottawa, um, are you still going to be able to do the draft lottery stuff? Oh, no, I'm not moving until July, so... Okay, um, well, as a little teaser here, guys, um, listeners, um, we're going to have an episode put up um, where through the four of us are just going to kind of record and watch the, uh, the draft lottery and just kind of put that up, see how it goes. It'll be pretty laid back. Um, depending on how the lottery goes, it might be loud, it might be fun. We'll try not to swear because voice ed is very gracious to have us on the platform. We don't want to do that. Um, but yes, seriously, they don't like trashing the show. people either. Yeah. Sorry? I said, they don't like you trashing people either. I, I didn't do, like, listen, we, we trash the Pagulas. Again, where's yeah, the lot? That's different. Nowhere. No it's, no, it's not. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give it a, uh, be sure to give it a rating, leave a review. Um, tell us what your least favorite thing about the Sabres is. Um, be sure to check out the show on yeah YouTube. I already said that. Check out yeah. my YouTube channel for all your Habs content need. Uh, check is there out a new video on- coming out soon? Or? Um, I'll, when it gets closer to training camp, I'll probably do a series preview against the Penguins. Okay. We'll see. Um, and by the way, like whenever I may get this jaw surgery, I might be out and not be able to talk for a while. So, uh, Mike, they may be dragging you back on if you're free. Um, don't steal yeah, man. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, um, check out the show's Instagram. Check out the show's uh, – Daniel has been very vigilant in getting the uh, the Facebook going. Thank God. 
because more people like that than they do the Instagram, uh, the Instagram page. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Hey, you guys, go say a final for a while to the lovely, lovely listeners. You know what? Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure. The Buffalo again. Sabres suck. Yeah. That's uh, right. that's but yeah, also episode recommendations if anybody wants a topic to be discussed. Yeah. We we are open. Yeah, yeah we don't we're kinda lost. We're Our stuck. next episode is about to be about nightmare before Christmas, so we're kinda lost. Oh, yeah. If you guys ever if you guys ever need help trashing, you guys know I'm here. Oh, Especially yeah. when it comes to New Jersey or Buffalo. <laughs> New Jersey or Buffalo. How about Mike Babcock? It. How about Mike Babcock? I can't trash him. Even I though I want to trash him, like, I can't. Oh, just wait till when we do this draft lottery episode and, uh, and New Jersey win again. And Mike's just going to be like, ah, da, 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 da. I'm going to throw my mic into the, into the, into the monitor. <laughs> That's all, folks. And I'm just going to walk up. Screw you, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>